welcome to another episode of the best cape secret podcast aka the podcast about nothing i'm your host cz ray for lauren i'm not alone as usual i'm joined by my brethren Bilo might just and prince dways what's going on gents hey, yeah, boo. yeah man i'm all right you niggas sound somber after but like i'm good <laughs> what's Life up with is... the shots bro <laughs> Nah, but like legit, dog. Am I lying? Dog, I sound lively. What do you mean, bro? Nah, Dwayne, I I won't hear it, dog. Uh, (laughs) I I feel like I'm the only one who comes with energy. Y'all niggas always come crying, dog. Nah, the thing is, I started off like this. And then once I like, you know, once I ease into it, then I, you know, unleash all the vibes. But I'm good. Nah, unleash, dog, unleash. I don't know what you want us to say, bro. (laughs) <laughs> I don't expect you to say anything. I'm just saying y'all need to admit that there's things, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's fine. Actually, no, it's it's just wants to throw fine. us under the bus, dog. Damn it. Look at no such thing, dog. No <laughs> such thing. You must admit. <laughs> like, what do you want us to say? Because we must admit oh, that life's not doing? good, bro. <laughs> it's like you guys like, must admit. <laughs> nah, but I'm saying, geez, your question was, how are you gents doing? But I know you niggas are gonna lie and say, yeah, nah, things are great, you know, things are amazing, and you know, that's what I don't want. Well, you, you haven't know, asked me also, how I'm doing, so like, what, what are you saying, bro? Okay, sis, how are you? Because it's also a space for us to chop, you know, to kind of break it down as well. But nobody cares about our feelings, bro. Out there. <laughs> uh, uh. Yo, that's actually so rude. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's how the, if, if that's how the listeners actually think, that's actually deep, bro. That's deep. Okay, Zs, lead us. No, Save man. us, please. Okay, yeah. Uh, guys, <laughs> today, <laughs> you're going to be speaking about um, Cape Town Radio 2 by Cash CPT. This is obviously a follow-up from Cape Town Radio 1, you can call it that. And yeah, guys, it's quite a long project, 15, 16 tracks, so yeah, I you know, know it's, it's, yeah, it's one of them ones. So I don't want to waste too much time, you know, asking people how they're doing and all Spending that stuff. Spending time on mixed uh, emotions here. We already <laughs> took too much time, though. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah guys um what are you saying how are you feeling about this project man i'm happy that we actually you know get to do this because last year we missed the cape town radio one was it last year or the year before yeah i can't even remember it's been so long uh so yeah we're back now uh for the boy cash what are you guys saying how are you feeling yeah man i won't even lie to you i really fucks with this project like it's really really dope i think one thing that i enjoyed about this project you know um this one specifically is that it felt like it just had something for everyone bro i feel like if i were to tell someone you know because i was actually speaking to a few people and they're like oh who's cash cpt whatever and i was like just listen to this project i feel like it has every single thing like if you're looking for a specific sound for yourself like you'll find it there i think you know this project also just highlighted cash's um, versatility and yeah man like it was just dope as fuck like there was a lot of vibey parts a lot of bops i think he really went all out here production as well was top tier shout out baker i i think like yeah man everyone came to the party on this like i enjoyed this shit a lot 
Now, for sure. I think Cash really displayed his um, full skill set here. I think, like, he, he, from the last project, I think he was a lot more confident in just knowing exactly what he's doing and what the, the vibes and the themes of this project would be. Because it sounded very structured. It sounded like um, everything was placed very well. You could um, kind of tell the transitions yeah. and what the themes were going to be. Um, yeah, the singing was re- very, very good. Good rapping. I think the singing was the highlight for me. I think he really did well. The vocal performances on here were just incredible for me. Um, this nigga, some tracks he sounded like Chris Brown, bro. I swear to God, bro. That singing voice is <laughs> too much, boy. Um, but yeah, no, f- f- as a project, I think it was it was very well put together. I just think it was a bit too long for my liking. Could have been shortened, could have been narrowed down. Some tracks were, you know, unnecessary for me. But um, for the most part, it was a strong album, for sure. All right, man, let's get into it. Uh, the first song is called... Cape Town to Jersey or CPT to Jersey. Cape Town to Jersey. Uh, yeah. What are you saying about that song? How are you feeling about that one? Yeah. Um. First thing I wanna highlight. I don't know if you guys caught it. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm imagining things. But like at the end, there was like that song. That's seven delight, dog. Seven delight. Yeah, when I heard that like shit, I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "Nah, man." But at first, I didn't realize. I was like, I heard right? the at first, I didn't realize what it was, yeah, and then yeah. I thought, "Nah, man, I know this tune from somewhere." Then it just hit me, seven delight, dog. I was like, "Hey, delight, dog." I was like, as soon as that, I was like, "Yeah, no, like this is Cape from Town. a an instrumental from a you know production start." Like I was like, "Yeah, now we're definitely in for a ride here," but like. Cape Town to Josie, man, I think it was very catchy. Um, I think it was a really cool intro. Um, for me, the project kind of like, it sets the tone in a way, but I feel like, you know, as you get into it, it just gets stronger and stronger. But Cape Town to Josie was uh, a solid intro for mm. me. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, obviously this project is quite long, so I don't have too many notes so we can kind of get through because, you know, I'll be quoting Bible verses, but... but um, hey, dog. <laughs> But uh, yeah, now nah, a quick one here. Uh, CPT to Josie, I like it. Nice hook, nice intro. Um, it gave us a nice little vibe of you know what was what what we were um, gonna expect on the project. Um, yeah, man, I I, I like the hook on this. Uh, I saw Baker tweeted that that Nav pinned the hook. Shout out Nav. <laughs> yeah, shout out Nav, shout on the out hook Nav here. for that one. I actually saw that tweet. Uh, dog. I saw yeah, that tweet. Bro. Um, so yeah, now. Nah, all in all, I like the song. Not much to say about it. Dope track. Mm. Yeah, it's a nice song, man. Um, I think it's the perfect intro for uh, an album like this or a music project called Cape Town Radio 2. And obviously the name of the song is Cape Town to Josie. And if you know people are aware of um, Cash's Come Up, you know, literally from Cape Town now you know to Josie and the seven delon sample as much as it does sound cool to have it there it also has meaning behind it because the show seven delon started off in cape town and then the production moved to joburg damn i know so that, there's also bro. that that's crazy that's um, crazy. big for lauren big for lauren in the building <laughs> <laughs> yeah so 
shooting threes. That's that's what that's that's what I rep- appreciated in terms of from like a creative uh, point of view as well as narrative. Everything made sense within yeah. the song. Nothing was just added just for the sake of adding it, you know. Um, but yeah, the next song was Denims, I think, with Blackie. Some which was also a single. I think it was like was the second. Was this the first one or the second? Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe like the second, second single. Might have even um, been the third, right? Nah, the one with Kain was the third, was it not? Yeah, the Kain one was the what third. What was the first? One. This was, uh, it was I want to say Poor Up. It was Poor Up, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. How are you guys feeling about Denims? Yeah, man, I think Denims was, was interesting in the sense of... I just, like, obviously the Blackie feature was really dope and all that. And I actually wanted to see like how they kind of approach it because i think we've we've said it previously before where it's like you know um blackie has appeared as a feature in some instances and as much as he just he just came through gave a verse how do you feel about his verse in the sense how do you feel about that i wonder like in terms of for me like about the song like i enjoyed the variety of flows between them i think in terms of how they use the beat and how they they wrote the beat in terms of their their lyrics and all of that was dope I was also a bit like it was it was good. I think it was decent, it was solid. Um I don't know though, I would have wanted a bit more, but at the same time, like this song, one of the things that I was actually like it was a really cool song, but I was also thinking to myself a lot of the time, like, where would I hear this? Or where would I actually want to hear the song? Let me put it that way. Where would I actually want to hear the song? Because I didn't picture it in a club. I didn't picture it like just chilling like i didn't i couldn't find that placement but other than that in terms of just the song in general i think it was a really solid song the video as well was really cool concept was dope visuals and all of that um so yeah that's that's all i have to say really yeah um Mm. this one well i would just say this one would be for the club because even blackie says i'm in the club with a rack stack can't even walk or something like that bro but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. man i think this one is like like what she's saying but for me it didn't really stand out as a single single like it didn't really hit for me like it was a good song like i enjoyed the song but it it wasn't like really memorable or didn't really hold to what i thought that uh, a black and cash could do together you know didn't hold to that um yeah and just in terms of yeah yeah cash cash had a nice hook on here um, but Blackie, so I just want to point out that I feel like Blackie skates by in these verses, bro. <laughs> like, I think just <laughs> yeah. going off what you said, um, the way because Blackie's so animated that he can kind of um, camouflage a lot of what he's saying. But sometimes when I deep the lyrics, I'm just like, Ish, but Blackie, which one is this one? Because it is, in his yeah, verse, yeah, yeah. there's a part he says, uh, uh, where's this part? He says, man, swear to God, I feel too wavy. I could be friends with the fish. Told your girl, don't call me baby. She's just a snackable dish. I'm just like, bruh, hey, this nigga's just adding anything that rhymes. (laughs) 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 You know what I'm saying? But the way he says it, it's going to sound good. Like, it's going to sound good on your ear that you're not even really going to, you know, take it into account like that. Like, oh, but what is he saying? It's just going to sound good within the context of the track. So I would just like, you know... uh, obviously blackie to to be more creative but at the same time he does so many verses that hey, i i can understand that sometimes you just try to <laughs> get through the day bro you know but uh yeah mm. i like the track nah, facts. yeah um 
this song for me has gotten better and better the more I listen to it over time, over like the last few weeks. Um, and you know, I like the fact that it's not it's not a serious song. You know, it's a it's a fun song, and I, and I feel like it was meant to be taken that way. You know, um, yeah. the energy of the song, from production to the flows, everything is just fun about this thing. Mm. Um, it's a fun experience, and I think that's what they were going for. Ultimately, um, I feel like you know, Blackie, you know, he had a lot of time on 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 this song, which I really enjoyed. You know. Um, at the end of his verse, it didn't feel like I was robbed. It didn't feel like, ah, I wanted more. I wanted more. Like, I was like, no, this is sufficient. You know, it's good. Good enough. You know, he did what he did, you know. Um, and so for me, I enjoyed it for what it for what it was meant to be, which was like a fun thing. I didn't like read too much into, you know, or like the finer details of every punchline and things like that. Um, I just feel like a single like I this know, needs that energy, bro. That like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Let me ask the ICs. Do you think it, this should have been like a, a single though, like one of the the, the coming sing? Obviously, with the feature Makes show, sense, but like, but yeah. like I I get what Dwayze was saying in the sense that you know, as a singer, I would have wanted something a bit more with more punch in a sense. Yeah, this works as a single um, because once again, it's showcasing a different side of Cash. Remember now, we look looking at I'm looking at this from like a Cash uh, point of view and roll up, yeah, now, right. Um, it does make sense for Cash in that regard because it does have commercial appeal, but it also showcases Cash as like someone who's rapping, you know, like rapping side by side yeah. with someone who's regarded as like, you know, someone who's like running hip hop right now, whatever. Granted, it's not a lyrical song. However, it does show a side of Cash that I feel like is very important to his fans. And so in that regard, I do feel like as a single, it works. The next single is going to be called uh, "It's, it's uh, What I Like," which once again will be showcasing a different side of Cash. You know, um, mm. the one with K and Cruz showcasing a different side of Cash. You know, "Pour Up" was the one with just Cash alone, no features. You know, and so every single uh, single up until now has been, I, I guess chosen in such a way that it makes sense for who cash is and and just showcasing cash to the world in a way you know yeah yeah uh but yeah speaking of what i like that is the next song on the track list what do you guys feel about that one what are you saying yeah man i think i really like this one man i think what i like kind of highlighted cash's versatility for me um because like it, it, it felt natural, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, hopping onto, like, the the Afrobeat tip in a sense. For most... Okay, let me not even say for most, but in some instances, you can see someone give that a shot or maybe give it a try, but then it just feels forced. Nah, for most. What feels like... For most who yeah, don't originally... Yeah. Who aren't originally, like, coming from Afrobeat's yeah. background. Yeah. Like, it feels forced or whatever, but, like, even... There's another song, when we get to it, I'll definitely highlight it, where Cash even uses the language... I think it was prayer for it, yeah. Where he uses, yeah, where he uses a lot of the language, but it still doesn't feel forced, and it feels very natural. I think what what I do like and feels like, which we will get to as well, is the fact that the feature was added, and it kind of brought both of those songs to life in a sense. Once he added someone within that space, 
but like i genuinely think what i like was dope it was a vibe i enjoyed it and i was just like yeah man this is some natural shit like i was i was you know the dirty wine and all of that like it just made sense you know what i'm saying your dirty wine dog i was hoping to find no i was hoping nah i was hoping to find someone to dirty wine with the niggas on the video bad bitches link up one time okay yeah no okay so what i like for me bro the way you said okay dog okay 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 afro beats vibes so yeah bro like you said i think cash sounded very natural on this um very comfortable like you said it didn't sound forced it didn't sound like he was trying to yeah. just do it just to say ah, i've got the afro beats one however i do feel like there was a bit too many afro beats cuts like i feel like he could have um have a bit more balance with those sort of cuts because i think like you know songs like pour up and those songs they kind of uh separate from the afro beats vibe and then there's like maybe a bit of r&b here and there but i do feel like there was a bit too much afro beats but he did execute it well yeah um very good singing voice on yeah good execution yeah man what i like mm. good stuff good stuff yeah what i like is a smash that's all i can say uh, that song is gorgeous man it's a beautiful beautiful song um the next song was running the world featuring jay molly i feel like these four songs just like this is a very strong start to yeah it's, album. A, it's a strong it's a start crazy. yeah definitely definitely the run was Jeez. like heavy yeah. <laughs> this is mad um but yeah right. running the world featuring jay molly the man himself what are you saying about this one Hey man, I, like one of the one of the two top melodic niggas came through for this one. I don't even lie. Like it just, I just vibe to this one, dog. Like Molly came through, Cash came through. I don't know. Like it just gave me. It was just very reminiscent of the time when like hip hop was just very in our faces, especially here in South Africa. Like I don't know. It just it gave me that nostalgic feel. Took me back like, to twenty twelve for some really reason. Enjoy. Gave me that. Yeah, dog. Like you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, where hip-hop was just there in your face constantly. And I was just like, shit, like, I miss this. Like, when I listened to the song, I was like, yo, I actually miss this. Um, but, yeah, this was a clean song. Yo, Molly there with the vocals as well. Mm. Like, it was just fire, man. This was dope. This was dope. Mm. Yeah, Running the World, definitely one of my favorites on here. I think, yeah, man, Molly did a great job. Cash did a great job. Um, I do want to say, like, I feel like some tracks cash really doesn't try lyrically and then others he just supersedes like all expectations bro you know like what this was one of the tracks i felt like he really came with these pen um jay as well uh but to quote cash there was a part i liked he says uh i, don't, I can't remember if this was the hook but anyway it was like won't lie i still hurt without crying you've um you've given nothing to hold and you're love to tell life but you, you you love to tell life but you've been living a lie things ain't pretty outside um yeah and there was a part where jay's verse as well like he he really goes deep man like um he says don't want your love if a part of it's borrowed don't give a fuck girl i'm honestly hollow he goes on to say 
at the end of his verse i think was like really the highlight um of jay's verse um i invite death he's no demon come my friend i'll give you freedom i'm at ends i'm barely breathing so long friend i'm gone i'm leaving like the writing here was just <laughs> on <laughs> another level the execution the singing everything the beat the production like everything about the song i feel like there was just no there was no complaints for me you know um mm. but yeah other than that yeah it was a very strong song i definitely enjoyed it yeah man i think you know going back to your point about how um in terms of cash's writing in some places inconsistent mm. but on this song he came through i feel like even he knew that you know if you if you're going to invite you know jesse onto a song you have to you have to put your best Always, foot forward bro. lyrically because he doesn't play you with know, the pen. Jay doesn't play, bro. Like that man is crazy with the pen. You get me? And so I, I like that both of them really delivered uh, strong verses. You know, it wasn't like one was weaker than the other one, you know? Um, and so it just, it makes the song feel a lot more complete. You know, there's no there's no lacking anything. No one is dropping the ball. It's just consistent throughout. Um so I really enjoyed this song, man. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Jesse for that one still. Um, the next song was Pour Up, which was, I guess, the first single. Um, I don't know. For me, I just feel like maybe it's because the song has been out for so long. Um, and I don't think it's aged very well, in my opinion. And not that it was a bad song when it came out. It was a great song when it came out. But I feel like it feels like so much time has passed by to the point where I just didn't see it necessary to include it in the final track list. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How are you guys feeling about this one? Yeah, man. Um, with regards to pop, I think, personally for me, like I, I, I did vibe to this. Um, this was a really dope song. This was the one song where I was also like just in my head. Obviously, it did come with the video, but I was like, you know what? It just made, like, it made sense. I don't know, like, as the as the first single as well. Like, I think, like, this song particularly just made sense, and I really did enjoy it. Obviously, you know, as the songs kept coming, um, my favorites kind of changed along the time. But, like, this was definitely a favorite for a while when it first came out. And then, you know, obviously, as it just, as the, as more singles started coming out, it kind of changed. And when the project came as well that also changed but i think pour up was really dope but i think i get your sentiment in the sense that obviously it's been out for a very long time so like you know that that kind of that kind of can happen but yeah for me personally like i i like this one man it was nice mm. yeah man um pour up still one of my favorites um ever since i heard it was definitely like bumping it daily bro um very good songwriting on here i like it because it was it felt poetic um fire hook fire production um just a little quote that i liked um that he said uh freed all the fallen lies i'm free tomorrow seen the fire the cause of all the fields i'm on and i can flee tomorrow like i just feel like sometimes cash just can really get into that poetic bag um i would just like to see that on more of the tracks um especially these type of feels or 
maybe the afro beats uh joints like just being a bit more poetic with the pen um but yeah man other than that definitely one of my favorite songs for sure mm. the next song was pray for it um yeah yeah this yeah how are you feeling about this song man i'm interested to hear your thoughts on this one yeah so with regards to pray for it i think <clears throat> based on my previous point in terms of like how natural it felt i won't lie it was a shock at first when i started hearing like the the language used you know obviously just catering more towards that sound but like it was really cool i was like damn you know just being able to do that and still kind of you know fitting in within that but at the same time like this song was a decent listen but i felt like it was too long for me um i think after a while like the 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 chorus and the pre-chorus kind of dragged a bit for me um mm. so after a while like that four minutes yeah i think it was like four minutes 36 like i was just like nah i think it's a bit too much but at the same time like or maybe if it could have been you know maybe i could have vibed for the whole four minutes if there was someone else added onto it so there was a bit of a change because in some instances it did feel a bit constant but like as a song and just kind of seeing that versatility and kind of being able to see that bag like i was still very impressed i was like this is really dope and i feel like this was also just a very deep and heartfelt song like when i was listening to it as well you know it just it, it kind of brought out that emotion obviously in a different sense but like yeah man um i feel like that's that's what i can say about this one yeah for mm. sure um yeah i think you touched on most of it for me i think it was my favorite um of the afro beats sort of vibes on here um yeah man very 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 good singing very good execution on here um smooth production again i like the background vocals i like that he used a bit more um of the background vocals ad lib type of vibes um yeah man i have not too much to say about this track but yeah i definitely enjoyed it definitely one of my favorites yeah i think the song is amazing man um and i just want to yeah be to your point about the song feeling yeah. too long at first i thought the same thing but then yeah you know one of my favorite songs and a song that i play religiously is yeah. reborn by kids see ghosts and I don't know if you've noticed, but that song essentially is only two minutes long. And then everything after that for like the next two and a half minutes is just repetition yeah, of yeah, yeah, Kid yeah. Cudi, right? Singing the same yeah. thing over and over again. And to me, that song is like a, it's like a, it's like a prayer. It's like a manifestation of sort, you know? And that's how I see Pray For It as well um, okay. by yeah. Cash. It's, it's, it's that song that, you know, that that will be ingrained in your mind you know every single day you are basically singing and and, and putting this out into the universe you know whatever mm, you're praying for mm, whatever you're mm. wanting whatever you whatever you you seek and desire in your life you're going to be praying for it that's how i see this song and i feel like the hook being so repetitive for such a long time it further drives that idea of it being some sort of mantra like affirmation. or prayer you know okay now i would like okay if you put it from that perspective i think i fully understand like it's one of those you know and it's one of those songs and you're just walking or doing something or being productive and it constantly just hits you every single time and obviously you're gonna yes. say yeah no, i get what you mean i get what you mean 
it's those daily affirmations and that you know how it is yeah, yeah. You know the vibes. um yeah the next song was new girls uh i think this way he's just rapping like nigga was just spitting bro like and the beat was crazy too how you guys feeling about this song yeah i think firstly i wanted to like commend um the the placements like even though there was like a change of style because i mean going from prayer for it to like new girls and then to all of me like it it there were certain like it it would feel like a jump naturally but i i love how it kind of just went into each other without necessarily feeling like too abrasive or too in your face about mm. it um but i would like like new girls i think for me was very refreshing to hear considering what we've heard prior to it you know because everything else was really either afro beats whether obviously okay I'm, I'm excluding like cpt to josie and denims but that what i like running the world pour up pray for it run was you know very much in a different lane in a sense and just to get that again was really cool like i feel like i had many moments in this project where i was listening and you kind of like forget that cash can like rap rap um even once you get to like mobbing and then once you get to when i'm when i'm gone like you forget that but then it kind of just knocks you in the face but why like, do you shit, forget like, do you know why I well, not necessarily like well, yeah I, here's I think, my thing i think i get i, I don't think the yeah. bars are like as hard hitting i feel like he can rap right but i feel like it's not yeah. like it, it's not as memorable that's why i feel like if he were to just be able to um like i said write a bit more poetically or write from a, a stance where he's really um dropping bars because for him i feel like it's a lot of like wordplay and playing of words really then really aligning yeah. like some mind-blowing bars together some triple entendre shit like it's more so like a fast nice flow um just like not 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 to say it has no bars but uh, just like light bars for me um but yeah i that's that's my thing like i feel like if he were just to work on that like a lot of these raps would be a lot more memorable because me it's like the singing joints get to get me the most bro but then the raps they're a bit, you, for, yeah, they're a bit forgettable because i don't really know i'm not really following exactly what is he really rapping about you know even though i can hear yeah, that now nah, he's nah, killing it you. but it's not really connected now nah, i get what you mean i think for me um i i fully get that point and i think obviously from a bar's perspective i i can i can agree to some extent i think what for what for me what it is is like i get so or like I got so soaked up into the other vibes. I think actually, Dwayne's to your point because like that is the cast that I probably enjoy the most, mm. you know. Mm. So like that's why I get so soaked up into it. And then when this other part comes, and it's like, oh shit, you know, like he still got this in his locker as well. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I think yeah, new gro- new grows was really cool. It was nice to just feel that as well after a bit of a while. But yeah, that's what I have to say. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I said most of my part there, but I, there was just a little part I did like with the bars. Um, he was saying, too composed for the lames. I can't be a gimmick. Wreck a record and break it. I ain't talking Guinness. No labels, only gang. All my niggas is independent. See, I, I just like shit like that, bro. Like, you know, you, you can kind of get it straight to the point. The bar, wreck a record and break it. it, it I ain't talking Guinness. Like you get that exactly. You get the wordplay. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean. So that's that's what I'm talking about. Just within the bars, I want more of that. Where it's like hitting you in the face. Like oh shit. Okay, you know. Yeah. Um. Not really the sneaky bars, but yeah. 
I did like it though as a as a track. I love the production as well. And this man. remind this reminded me of a song, but I just don't. It reminded me of four a m. Four p.m. in Calabasas, in a sense. That's what it reminded oh, me. Oh, maybe yeah, because there was a song that I was like, "Dog, this sounds like something," but I just don't know what it is. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, the the next song was all of me featuring K and Cruz. Give me uh, all of me. Who sings that? Oh, John Legend. <laughs> yeah, nah, wrong one. I <laughs> should. <laughs> uh, a boy, Jono. Yeah, this song, this song as a single, for me, this is a perfect single, bro. I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like as an artist, you can't ask for a better single. Like, this is it, you know. Um, I thought both Cash and and, and Cayenne worked so well together. Their, their voices worked so well. And I like that, you know, Cayenne also added like some BVs just before she came in for her verse while Cash was still singing the chorus. That just brought in another element to the song that I really, really appreciated. And obviously, lyrically, like she came through, like she killed it. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on All of Me? Yeah, man, this was a radio hit, bro. Like, this was a hit. Like, you see what I say? This was a hit. I could, like, imagine this. How's this a hit? Now, I promise you, for me personally, Dwayne, like, I could imagine this genuinely, like, playing on the radio just on repeat constantly. And I'd be fine with it. It's definitely a radio I think, I think, yeah, that's why I said it's a radio hit for me. I feel like Cash and Kyan really complimented complimented each other really well. I think it's not, like, it's it's one of those duos that I never really expected. You know what? Like, really, like. I think Damn, I'm bitter because it. I think I'm bitter because I just feel like it's too much Afro beats, bro. It's too much, bro. Like, yeah. take at least three tracks away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give us like two. Yeah, I think just because it's a long album, there's just too many places where I feel like there's too many fillers, and the fillers mostly not that the yeah. Afro beats was bad. It just like that could have been its own EP, bro. <laughs> and then leave us with some. But of I these think Jay's in this mm. sense. Remember, this was the third single. So, like, when you heard it just as a single, purely without actually having the whole album in place, what were your thoughts on that, yeah? <sighs> I would lie. It was kind of still the same, only because it just... Remember what was uh, speaking about uh, KN's project? And I, I was just yeah. saying, personally, I don't really like KN on um, the Afrobeats vibe. So, it didn't really... When I saw that, to oh, me, yeah, it was just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, ah. I remember that. I remember that. You know, I wanted them to hit some r&b to be honest with you like some deep r&b that's what i felt like you know the type of like uh like the gemini tr- uh track like some some shit like yeah, that yeah bro. i remember that I remember um that, but yeah, yeah man you like you guys said at the end of the day it was still a good song i can still see it like being played on radio and whatnot um just I, it just wasn't for me to be honest with you the next song was smooth criminal mm. uh yeah, I think that's the one where he sounds like Don Tolliver. Yes, I was just going to say, man. Like, that sounds like yeah. a classic Don Tolliver track. I just, uh, I always just call it the Don Tolliver joint. Like, that's how I, in my mind, I'm just, that's how I refer to it. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Smooth Criminal? I think a track like Smooth Criminal, or this one specifically, is what makes me like, Cause I remember I saw someone tweet though, like you know, one thing that I love about hip hop is like the sampling and all of that. And when I heard this and kind of hearing like Hustler's Prayer flipped on its head in a sense, mm. like I was like, shit, this is actually really dope. Like I I, I appreciated the approach 
and the way of like some like hustlers prayers we know it is a very like you know deep track it's rap it's in your face but like this one here i was just jamming to this i was like this is really cool man like i could really appreciate and i think this is like i said it's also that same thing of like cash just reminding us about his versatility and like I, I i one thing that i can appreciate is like the the experimentation and the exploration of his voice because i feel like there's so many instances where he alters it and he changes it whether it be the song whether it be the project as a whole and you know just being able to be comfortable with that and be confident with that and kind of bring it forth is something you can definitely commend but yeah i i fucks with smooth criminal man like it was dope mm. Yeah man, smooth criminal for me. I love Don Tolliver, so this was something that I really enjoyed. Um like you said Mbilo, like the versatility um throughout this project has been phenomenal phenomenal. Yeah. But um I do think however this kind of goes to what I was saying. You see like this is kind of more what I feel like Cape Town Radio should be about like experimenting. You know what I'm saying like um not necessarily experimenting yeah. but just experimenting with sounds that you would kind of vibe to on the radio for the most part and i think like songs like these it it it's it, it's really left from a lot of the stuff from uh a lot of the stuff on the project like it's not i can't really compare it with ev- anything else that's on the project so i would have liked like more tracks where he did that where there's just w- those standalones which you can't really even say i this one was R&B, kind of like pour up, you know what I'm saying? Just it feels like its own standalone thing. Um, but yeah, his cadence yeah. on yeah was very clean. Um, I think that fast flow he had like this fast flow in the second verse, or he started that verse with a fast flow. I would have liked him to just carry on going with that flow. Um, but yeah, I think i would have liked the song to go a bit further just me personally yeah. i like i would have liked him to build on this song because i think it was a really dope idea i like the execution of how he did his voice sounded really good um it's felt a, a bit like an interlude in a sense but yeah man at the end of the day i enjoyed it yeah for sure mm. and sees it is hustler's prayer no? i'm just trying to make sure because it did sound like it <laughs> <laughs> I, just I, was, I don't even know i don't even know <laughs> Listen to it again. Like you can hear that doom, do 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 do, and like you can hear that again. So like I, I love that. <laughs> it's I like it. <laughs> um, okay. the next song was time. Also, another you know, this is like the part of the album where like things are bit, just slowing down a little bit, change of pace. I like that. Um, late night section, so late yeah. night radio. Yeah, time feels like that 2 a.m. music, man. You know how yeah. we always talk about those kind of songs. This is one of them ones. Um, For sure. Yeah, how are you guys feeling about time? Yeah, when like time, like the instrumental gave me like a, a Jeanne Aiko-esque kind of vibe when I first heard it. And like I said, like I was actually hopping in terms of like favorites and songs that are songs that I'd be constantly listening to and I think Time is the one that I'm currently listening to like a lot mm. and I yeah man I just yeah I really like this one it's back to that R&B vibe it's back to what we like in a sense and I think Cash just you know he did the most with this one I like the runs I like the melodies like it was really dope yeah man for me I love R&B Cash just a great song um, I have nothing really to point out on here I enjoyed it more R&B vibes from Cash, please. What are you guys' thoughts on mobbing? Uh, 
Yeah, I remember at the listening session, people were feeling mobbing. They were feeling uh, that other one as well as rap, New Grills. Mm. They're really feeling the rap stuff from Cash. What are your thoughts on mobbing? Yeah, I think mobbing is good to like, is a good is a catchy song man like one of those to to sing along to or just to bop to i don't know if you guys there's that i can't think of it there's that um meme you know that one on loop where the nigga has like the where he's just jumping on the couch and he's like throwing i don't know if you niggas know what i'm trying to say but i can mm-hmm. picture it in my head right now <laughs> nah, i promise you but yeah man i think mobbing was just yeah i don't know man like for me personally like it's a dope it was a dope song but like I think once we started getting to like time and like looking at what comes after it like feels like regular deals George's world when I'm gone like I yeah. just yeah I think I would have enjoyed it much earlier to be fair yeah than, no. than at this point than at this point because obviously like you said this was the part where we were kind of slowing things down and I think I would have enjoyed that smoother exit out yeah no mobbing mm. for me was a throwaway bro i did not i, I didn't see anything about the song i'm surprised people liked it but for me personally it just felt like a filler um the only thing i liked he said shout out my dad my mom because he raised the dawn that was nice <laughs> but um anything else there i i didn't really the flow was crazy flow was definitely crazy um but yeah that's that's all i can say it wasn't for me the next song was... Wait, Cease, how did you feel about it since it was the favorite amongst the peoples? I said one-off. I mean, look, those guys liked a lot of stuff, but a lot yeah, of these yeah, songs yeah. also, especially like the, the trap stuff, in the club setting, they work very, very well. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like, it's placement in the setting, yeah. As well. yes. Like, I feel like if I was out, I would Yeah, but fine. sequencing as well, like this, like you said in Bilo, this should have came earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the next song was Feels like um this is the song that featured savage yeah i like this song but i feel like compared to how the other features performed on this album to me the savage feature was almost underwhelming um largely because his appearance was so short like i don't know man it just it i didn't feel like he stayed long enough to have an impact on the song for him to keep for for them to keep him on the song if that makes sense i feel like he yeah. was only just getting into it and then he's gone again i'm just like well then you know you have savage a an afro beat artist very very good afro beat artist utilize him you know I mean, Blackie was rapping for like almost a minute. Jesse was rapping for days. Talk about like, being friends with fishes. You know, you know, like even Youngster has time on this. Yo. You get me? Cayenne killed her, you know, her part. I just feel like out of all the features, Savage was underutilized. And because of that, the feature ended up being underwhelming for me. And still a nice song, but had much, much greater potential. Mm. how are you guys feeling about it though yeah um i think i can agree on the potential point i think but for me like i said earlier well, like at the start of this episode when we spoke about um what i like and pray for it as well as pour up in a sense like 
with the afro beady kind of vibe like i would have like i wanted to actually hear a feature like this mm. where someone who's fully who's in afro beats exactly, and brings exactly. that it brings that flavor into it like actually brings it to life in a sense obviously like i said cash in the previous songs like it felt natural it felt great but it was really nice to hear another voice um that's within that mix to kind of bring it to life especially like if you're gonna put so really many the song so many afro beats yeah like i think sacrifice that's some. why i really like the song yeah i really like the song because it, it, it brought that afro beat sound more to life and i think they really did complement each other still like cash didn't feel out of place even with someone from that space in the song you know um mm. so i think that's one thing that i can commend and yeah that's why i i actually really enjoyed this one mm. Now you guys hit all my points that I had. Um, all I can say is that this sounds like it could have, like the hook especially, it sounds like it could go on TikTok. It sounds like one of those hook. Like what's that song by CK? It gives me that vibe. That song mm. that blew up. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, that song, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love something, I forgot what it's called. But yeah, um, yeah, man, that's all I really have to say about it. I just think this could go on TikTok. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> the next song was regular deals uh, yeah how are you guys feeling about regular deals man yeah um regular deals vibed with the beat yeah man i think that's like it was just dope like it was a nice song like it was just a nice song for me um and it was just good to hear because like mm. obviously like that mix every once in a while so i think the the contrast from like feels like going straight into regular deals like that was really cool but yeah this was just nothing much for me in terms of this one yeah man this it gave me some playboy cardi vibes on here um just with the flow the way it was pronouncing some of his words the pronunciation um to me this just feels like another filler um i think could have been left off the album um, yeah, I don't yeah. really have anything else to say about this one. Yeah, I, I it's it's one of my least favorite songs on on the album, and but just you know, with that being said, I feel like I'll, the few songs that I didn't like quite enjoy as much mm. weren't necessarily because they were bad songs. Yeah. It's yeah, just everything else on the every, every everything else on this album that was like really really great is just so superior, album. you know. Everything else was just so superior to the point where like the fillers, you know, it's they there like they stand out. Yeah, and it's just like exactly. ah, yeah. you know, you, you you almost wish that like I mean like like we did say it's sixteen tracks. Yeah. You know, we could have taken. We could have been. We could have been sitting on like thirteen. 12 perfect album you yeah. got over there already yeah, you know I agree. and so a song like regular deals not to say it's a bad song but everything else Sub-part was everything just else. so superior the level, the level that it was on yeah, yeah. you get me um and the, yeah it it, it 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 was kind of unfortunate to have that near the end because i feel like the album like the, the it closes off on such a strong note like it's actually crazy um but yeah the next song was georgia's world i'm gonna let you guys speak How, what are you saying about this one hey man georgia's world is beautiful actually the the next three like just the end <laughs> the end that what whatever's coming next bro like it's just fire that was 
beautiful and honestly like you like we had mentioned previously like if this was cut down and you're telling me this is my track 9 10 11 or my 10 11 12 yeah perfect like it's the perfect ending um but yeah george's world man like it was so sentimental like i really really felt it you know and i feel like this was the part of the album where we got more of cash personally you know like um throughout like obviously it's vibes cpt to joe's all of that but like here it's like you get the reasons bro like this is where mm. you get the reasons for all of the things that he said previously and yeah man like i really love this it was dope yeah this one we see you know we take a look behind the mask of the artist we get to see who cash really is um i like this because i feel like cash doesn't really open up in his music you know and this was one of the first mm. times like every time i ever heard cash open up about his music it's always so fire his writing just it's like you know when people rap from you know from their life experience it's just like you can almost tell like it just there's this finesse about it you know um there was even a song i remember uh that time um i think it was yeah it was cash and the boys never broke boys they were going to i don't know where they were going they were going somewhere on the road and then they got robbed or they were about to get robbed but then they robbed the niggas back for their shit and then the way cash put that in a song like it sounded so dope like the way he spoke about that experience so i like when cash kind of gets into a like more of a storytelling bag um like he did on here um there was just a lot of quotables here i don't want to quote too much but i liked i really one that hit me hard when it was like always felt as if i had a lot to prove admit i had to lose just to save it every single time i made it played it right and got to hold that w like man that's just that's really good writing man that's just dope writing mm. um mm. i like that he opens up about his daughter first of all i know cash had a daughter i didn't even know that yeah um, i did not know that that's crazy I did not. that's crazy um i like that he he he, he spoke about her he says my daughter brought her light and helped me fight now i believe in paradise and i'm gonna follow through for this life i choose um i speak from the heart connect the soul for this keeps me whole like i just feel like here yeah, he really just got into it bro um i sacrificed i'm greedy i got an appetite lost you once i'll always find you here and in the afterlife like man his pain was just on thousands millions on this track so i really like um the life cuts i think he should give us a lot more from his life he should draw from there a lot um more in the future but yeah uh very very great uh song for sure i love this yeah this is my favorite song on the album and one of my favorite songs by cash ever, ever like bro. ever <laughs> um you know while i enjoy the turn up trap stuff that he does this introspective side of him for me is my favorite and you know that's what i was telling him the other day i'm just like i think the first time i heard this song you know because we got the album before the release right and i'm playing the album and i got to this song and at the end i'm like nah fuck it like let me let me message because I, I wasn't gonna message him i was just gonna wait until we put out this review or whatever until like, the next time i see him but it's just like nah 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 this he's tapping into other stuff now here you know um i just like the hook is beautiful the verses are heartfelt and yeah man for me this is easily the most played song on on the on this album for me um 
yeah it's just it's one of them ones i guess you know for sure. uh, and for sure. i i i hope he continues to you know just push and dig deeper into his story because there are a lot of people who gravitate to this kind of material um and there are a lot of people who identify with some of the things that he's speaking about you know i think you know he comes from a very unique place um he's got a very unique uh point of view of the world and i feel like he should lean into that more you know uh don't get too comfortable with like, the trap stuff and whatnot lean into the introspective stuff as well uh the next song was When I'm Gone featuring Youngster CPT. How are you feeling about this song? Mad thing. I won't lie. Youngster didn't lie when he said it was overdue, bro. Like, this collaboration was overdue. Um, I think, yo, nah. Youngster, dog. What, can, <laughs> what else can you say? Hey, we're like, tough, genuinely, bro. We're crazy, can, as always. Like, Youngster CPT, what else can you say, bro? Like, this was just Oh my gosh, man! Yeah, fuck, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like that. <laughs> yeah, I wrote literally. Cool, I literally like wrote youngsters whole verse. Bro. Every single bar, <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> Every single bar. Every single bar. But I'm just gonna go from a section because I know we don't have much time left. But there was a part where he just went off where the band was like, "You got no bars, weak si- signals, need a satellite, DSTV, CPT." You need to see the open view. Gangsters all around me. I'm not one, but I do know a few. I can't say I sold it. I, ca- I can't tell you who I sold it to. Making cash in CPT. This collab was overdue. YJ to the end. I picked it up. I rose the flag. Look at the scale that we compete on as a local brand. Uh, no time to guide you guys. I can't hold your hand. But I'm holding my city up. And I ain't using shoulder pads. Yo, I'm like, I know this guy's going crazy. Uh, doing this for a decade and I still got no sponsors. I guess absence makes the heart grow fonder. You'll miss me when I'm a goner. Ah, come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. Oh, this thing is one of the best, bruh. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, <man>. <laughs> this <laughs> is just execution, bruh. Straight up bar like off the see, bar, bruh. You see when, you play, when you're playing 2K, dog, and you hit that takeover mode, hey, dog. When you, you go crazy. Sing, yeah, takeover. This was literally that takeover. It was it, and it was filled with yeah. substance. Everything sort of related to, you know, the theme of the track. Um, now nah, he just did... Youngster did outstanding on here. But, I mean, what can you really say? Youngster always going to give you a solid verse. For sure. Yeah, youngster is just built different. Hey, at the end of the day, we need to realize this. This is the man who put out 10 mixtapes in one year. And bruh. he's still so giving like, us the best <laughs> verses ever, bruh. Still, to this uh, day. You know, but, you know, I just want to point out, man, like... I like the the young Jeezy interpolation on the hook um, over there. Yes, yes, um, yes. It gives the song a very nostalgic feel, which it already had, but now it I don't know. Now it just it puts it into more focus um, because you know when that song the Jeezy song came out, it was like two thousand and nine, I think, during the eight oh eight Kanye era. Uh, put on for my city. Put on um, that was when this song. Yeah, so two thousand nine. But I like that. Seat. I like how Youngster used it in this song. And obviously, Cash does an, an incredible job. Let's not forget that. Hey, right? exactly. I was just about um, to say, man. Cash also He does an incredible job. But, like, for me, this song just made me emotional. Uh, <laughs> what is because wrong, it, it's one of those songs where I could literally hear a Ricky Rick verse. 
on something like this. Bruh, it's so crazy because that was I, my last I can, point. I, I was can, gonna say I feel like I can this literally Ricky hear Ricky, verse, this on, this, Ricky on this verse. song, you know, um, and yeah. So just I don't know, man. It was it, it was a weird experience listening to it, you know. Um, and after they just went and played, there's a song Ricky has on Family Values called Thug Life. It kind of carries the same vibe to its same energy. Um, but yeah, man, that's why like the song spoke to me so much, you know. Uh, but yeah, that was When I'm Gone. Cash CPT, Youngster CPT. Shout out to Cape Town one time, man. Uh, I just want to say before, one one cash bar, because I feel like I just <laughs> I, I left out cash. But he said... You could have it all and then you don't. Married to the game before the money. Still the title saying never broke. Oh, cash, okay. All right, moving on. I like that one. I like that one still. Uh, the last song was called Changing the World. This is one of the songs that Cash, or Cash said this was one of the the song that was hard for him to write one of obviously George's world and like I think one other one he mentioned and this was also one of them ones changing the world how are you guys feeling about this song yeah man like I said like it's still like this song was one of those where you still felt the sentiment dog. like you still felt the personal nature of it I don't even know if it was done on purpose but like even with the titles like going from Cape Town to Jersey as the start and the end result is changing the world but like i just yeah man like i really connected with this as well i like the um, i like the subject matter and i like how it was kind of not necessarily masked in a sense because it wasn't like a heavy upbeat track but like there was still that bit of bounce but like you know you could still feel what was being said and i think as an outro like it was really it was really a nice way to end it Mm. um I think, yeah, man, like this just highlight the song just highlighted the the solidity or the the yeah the solidity of this project as a whole, mm. just how solid it was, and yeah, man, like I really enjoyed this one, mm. yeah, man, changing the world, what can I say, man, I like this singing was great, great vocal performance on here, um, my only critique is, I feel like just personally, um that this album should have ended on the last track, I don't know, it just had this. You know, I don't know, just him being so open and honest and there's nothing like that on the album. I just feel like it should have ended there. And I also had said like it should have ended with like a Ricky verse or just this crazy moment at the end. You know what I'm saying? On the last track. Mm. But I mean, this was still a good song at the end of the day. Changing the World was nice. I enjoyed it. But I would have just enjoyed um, the album to finish a track um, on on When I'm Gone, track 15. Mm. Yeah. I 100% feel you on that one. Um, yeah, George's World and When I'm Gone are just... They, 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 they tap into a different, uh, a different realm that we hadn't seen up until this point of the album. Mm. And I feel like just they, those two songs feel more final than Changing the World. And so moving Changing the World up to just before Georgia's world and then have Georgia's world when I'm gone, I feel like that's a stronger finish. Yeah, it's I a agree. more final feeling. It leaves you with the more final feeling. With this song, Changing the World, you know, I almost get the same sentiment I got from like, pray for it. And, you know, it almost feels like I, was, I can still go again. 
you know mm. but like mm. nah like it needs to be final and i feel like after when i'm gone i felt the end like i was like yeah. i am I even that title yeah, even that know, title I'm, when i'm gone it's like it just has that yeah, ending feel when bro. i'm gone then go miss me you yeah, know yeah, like bro. it's like nipsey yeah <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah um but i mean those are just like minor things the song itself is still like a good song yeah. you know let's not get that twisted For but sure. you know like we just said it's just from like a more technical point of view what yeah from like the flow of everything else i think moving changing the world up to just before georgia's world would have been a lot more of a a a a, a cleaner finish to the album but yeah solid album nonetheless man you know like we said there were a couple of fillers here and there but you know it is what it is 16 tracks <laughs> it's go. gonna happen um closing remarks guys on this album and cash cpt as an artist yeah man um shout out shout out cash man i genuinely like the sky's the limit in this sense man like the versatility is crazy the ability to just you know tap into so many different things man not a lot of people can do that you know um yeah i just i'm i'm really here for the journey and to see how it all turns out yeah man cash Mm. very very talented artist um one of the best out of his peer group I think he's still going to grow more. I think he's got a lot more to offer. This is really just the beginning for Cash. Um, you know, one of the most consistent guys I know in the game as well. So that's also another big mm. look. Um, yeah, man, I'm just here for more Cash, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, shout out to Cash, CPT. This was this was incredible, man. And yeah, I won't say I won't say much else. Everything else you know, I'm sure he, he knows now. We've spoken and everything. Guys, if you haven't heard Cape Town Radio 2, go listen to it. Uh, I hope that this review compelled and encouraged you to actually go in and, and stream this album or buy it on iTunes, wherever you get your music, man. And go out to the show, support everyone. You know, support independent artists. It's hard out there for the indie boys. Um, Not the Never yeah, Broke this Boys. Has been, this has been the best capes you could podcast aka the podcast about nothing i have been your host cz ray and i was not alone i was joined by my brethren mbilo might just and prince dways until next time stay shining peace and love